Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thank you for being with me today. I always appreciate it. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once there, you can find links to our podcasts on Stitcher, YouTube, Tumblr, and more. The title of our episode today is School Lunch. When I was five, I went to kindergarten, and what I remember very fondly about kindergarten is every day we got a nap. I remember laying on the floor, I think on a blanket. I don't think we had those fancy little camp mats and all that then. Trying to go to sleep, having ants in our pants and not really wanting to go to sleep and teacher kind of saying, Jimmy, stop squirming around now. So you pretend like you're asleep. Sometimes you might even fall asleep. Then you get up, you get crackers and milk. The crackers were graham crackers. They were yummy. I still kind of like graham crackers. When we graduated to first grade, and make no mistake about it, we didn't have little graduation ceremonies with caps and gowns like my grandchildren go through today. We just went to the first grade if we were fortunate the next year. And I remember I was introduced to school lunch. The schoolhouse was a two-story brick building, and there were about maybe five or six classrooms up top and two classrooms down below. And then on the other side of the aisle in the basement there was the lunchroom, and the bathrooms were next to the lunchroom. So if you had to go to the bathroom, you'd raise your hand and ask if you could please go to the bathroom and you go down these stairs and you gotta hold on to the banister and you go down a flight and then you turn a a corner and you go down another flight and then you're down there and you go into the bathroom and the urinals are all the way down to the floor and you stand there and the urinals as tall as you are or if you go into the stall They had these little square little pieces of toilet paper that felt like the wax paper your mom would put your sandwich in. Then you come out and you probably forget to wash your hands. You go back to the classroom and teachers say, Jimmy, did you wash your hands? Yes, ma'am, I wash my hands. You kind of rub your hands on your jeans just to show her that you meant business. Well, when lunchtime came, We'd all go down, single file, downstairs again, but we bypassed the bathrooms and we walked a little ways and we turned right into this great big white and gray room that you could hear trays clattering and everything. And you stood in line and they'd fill your tray full of food. You'd have to go and you'd have to eat some of everything. They were okay, lunches were okay. Well, this went on right through fifth grade And then we graduated to the sixth grade and we had to go to a town 10 miles away from us and we'd go by bus. And I cannot remember if we had to pack our lunch or if they brought lunches to us in a big van or something. There was no kitchen or anything where there were lunch ladies there. So I cannot remember. But I remember lunch ladies at the old school. There's Minnie and Barb, who used to work at the theater. She was a lunch lady. Cherie's mom, Lillian and Gracie, and others, they were great. 
Well, by the time I got to seventh grade, everything was kind of fuzzy to me how they did lunch. For the life of me, I cannot remember. I think, and I am not sure, and anybody that knows can let me know, I think we had to walk a block back to the old grade school to eat lunch. Why that was, I don't know. The high school was much, much larger. It was a junior-senior high school. So when we were little seventh graders, that's where we went to school with all the high school kids. And I may be wrong about the lunches, or maybe, possibly, they had moved the whole kitchen lunch production area up to the new high school they were building. By the time I became a freshman was the first year of the new high school. And it was the high school to end all high schools. They promised the voters when it came time at the election to either vote yay or nay on a new high school. They promised them that they would never ever have to build a new high school again. That this high school was the future. There were pods in the high school, and as the school grew, all they had to do was add on another pod. And it's the way of the future, and it was wonderful, and it would save the taxpayer thousands and thousands of dollars because they only had to build the high school once. This high school was pretty nice. It was. It was kind of a low-slung building, and then it had the gymnasium and things. But as you walk into the school building itself, on the left was the administration offices. There are a couple hallways back to where the classrooms were. They followed kind of a little maze of pods. But if you continue through this big open area, it was the lunchroom, but it was a multi-purpose area. You could have school dances there and plays, small plays, instead of having an auditorium or the gymnasium. But then at the other end of the room were the kitchens and where the school lunches were made. And you went there and you got your tray and you went through the line and you got your lunch. And in this big open area, they'd set out tables and eat your lunch right there. The lunch ladies were great. I knew most of them. A lot of my friends, their mothers were the lunch ladies. And the boss of the lunch ladies was a lady named Alpha Ray. And she ran a tight ship. And it was a very good lunch, usually. You could smell that lunch cooking in the mornings when you're in class. You could smell the pizza. Oh, the water aroma. Smell the cinnamon rolls cooking. Or, on the other end of the spectrum, you'd smell the sauerkraut cooking. It permeate every corner of the school and everybody was kind of grossed out. And I didn't like sauerkraut for a very long time. Not until I discovered bratwurst later on in life. You go through the line and you pay your 25 cents for lunch. And you could beg the ladies that were dishing onto your tray. Like, could I have some more of that pizza? Could I have two pieces, please? Or, please, please, no green beans. They'd give you green beans anyway. One piece of pizza. If there was more, which there usually was, you could have a second piece of pizza. If you ate all your first lunch... And you couldn't throw anything away. Mr. W is the principal. He was patrolling the trash cans. And if you try to sneak in that you just didn't want any of that, whatever, he'd make you eat it. Or at least he'd try. If you got in trouble, you might find yourself washing dishes back there, washing the trays, washing the cooking utensils. 
When they opened that new school, the grade school moved to the old junior-senior high school, and the town hall moved in where the grade school was. Lunch was a great social event. Everything happened at lunch. I know we've all seen movies and TV shows of the popular kids and the unpopular kids, and I'm sure that happened where I went to school, but I don't remember that. I just remember sitting with your friends, if you're lucky. And usually we were pretty lucky. Everybody kind of had the same place to sit. So I'm sure some of that took place where some kid was ostracized. And uh, I apologize for that. I never, ever intended ever be part of that. And I don't think I was, but who knows? It was a long time ago. I preach and preach to be kind. I like to think that I always have been, but I know that I've had my moments where I'd forgotten to be kind. About my junior year in high school, I started going out with a girl, and her and I really hit it off. I really liked her. We got along great, had some fun. Her name was Cindy, and lo and behold, her mother was the head lunch lady. Well, Cindy was a great skier. I think she was the best female skier in the state of Colorado in the high schools. I believe she won the Ski Meister Award one year in the state meet. Her whole family was a skiing family. And that might have been the one thing we never had in common. I don't ever remember even skiing with her. And that was probably on me. I did not need to have the best skier in the school picking me up after I crash and burn, going 100 miles an hour out of control. Glad I didn't hit anyone or any tree. So that was her world and my world was somewhere else. I remember when she was at the state ski meet I went down to the hotel there by the El Grand Theater, and I called KOMA, and I dedicated a song to her, hoping that she'd be hearing it while she was off in Durango at the state's meet. Her dad was the head of maintenance and the head of buses at the school, so her mother and father pretty much ran the whole school, between her mom running the whole lunch program and her dad running everything else except for administrative they controlled the school. Well, her dad, and her dad's name was Larry, and I guess they liked me fine. Never had a problem with them or anything. When I'd go to pick Cindy up, they are always real friendly. And during the time where Cindy and I went out, I could get two pieces of pizza. You sure you don't want three, Jim? How about chocolate milk? I thought chocolate milk was only on Friday. You can have chocolate milk, Jim. You want an extra cinnamon roll? Today's not cinnamon roll day. Yeah, have an extra cinnamon roll, Jim. And it was great. I Wayne, I go back to my chair and Wayne goes, Today is SOS. Why are you doing eating pizza? I said, God know who to know, Wayne. It was wonderful. Well, one day I made a fatal error. After school, I had a couple friends with me and driving on the Red Dirt Hill, which is part of U.S. Highway, I was driving very fast, and I had just taken driver's ad. I could swear that you're supposed to stop if you're following a school bus when the school bus lights were on. But if you were meeting the bus, you didn't need to stop because you could see everything going on. For some reason, I must not have been paying attention or something because you're supposed to stop. That school bus lights are flashing. Well, Cindy's dad was driving a bus, and the lights were flashing Kids were getting off the bus, and I met that bus. It was standing still, and I was supposed to stop, and I blew by there 60 or 70 miles an hour, waving and honking. 
very next day, Larry caught me in the hallway, and he read me the riot act, and I had no doubt that I had really screwed up. To this day, I remember that encounter with Larry, and I have never, ever even thought about not stopping for a school bus ever again. I should have thanked him because he probably saved my life or saved some kid's life. But at the time, I was just embarrassed. Next thing I know, Cindy had broken up with me. Which is really odd in my head because I don't ever remember even having a disagreement with her. I thought we got along famously. And I don't know if it's because of my driving skills, which if she was my daughter, I'd have done the same thing. Or what? Next thing I know, it's school lunches. It's Friday. Everybody's getting chocolate milk. Jim, here's some white milk for you. What? What? Oh, we're fresh out of cinnamon rolls. I know everybody else in the school has cinnamon, but you don't get a cinnamon roll, Jim. Pizza? Oh, yeah. Here, here's a piece of last week's pizza. <laughs> and it was tough. As good as I had it, it was just that bad for a week or two afterwards. Now, I'm not saying anything. It's just an observation. And maybe I've blown it up in my head a little bit. But that's kind of the way it went down. Those folks are great. They were definitely the pulse of my school. They had several children, and I think every one of them were great skiers. Cindy had an older brother that did the same thing in the boys' competition that she did in the girls' competition. Dominated everything. And a younger brother that was an Olympic-caliber skier. Several months ago, Larry passed away. His way in his 90s, I believe. I think he lived a good life good family man, a guy that took his job very seriously and did it very well. One of those guys that always had a smile and he got to join his darling Alpha Ray. My life is richer because of that lunch lady and her family. If you are a kid and hearing this and you go through your lunches and you like to complain about it, which we all did, you look at those people helping you out helping you eat. I know it costs more than a quarter anymore, but it's still probably quite the bargain. Maybe I'll just say thank you. They closed that high school less than 30 years after it was built, and then they dozed it. The reason was that the pods made no sense, and they needed a new school. School lunch pizza is still my favorite pizza. Those big square pieces, full of cheese and, and hot and tasty. It is the best. Kindness is everywhere. All you have to do is participate. I'll be back next Wednesday.